I'm just telling people the theory, man. But moving on, <clears throat> speaking of theories, the Sixers end up being Wizards 125-118. Um, speaking movies, of theories. Speaking of theories, yeah, a lot of people theorize this team's going to the finals. And Tobias Harris, 37 points, 15 to 29. He had 28 in the first half, went crazy, leading the way. Embiid, 30 points on 9-16 shooting. Ben Simmons, 15, 6 points, 15 boards, 15 assists, looking straight like Draymond out there. And it was enough to beat the Wizards as Bradley Beal tried. He had 33 points, but it wasn't enough. Russ, 16 points, 14 assists, but they just couldn't really get any stops on this team. This was Damn, crazy. zero for six from the free throw line, my nigga? Oh, you didn't, you didn't peep? Yeah. Why do you think the end of the game got so ugly? He Draymond. He's old Draymond. He's not even like young can hit shots, Draymond. But Dom, since you since you went ahead on, what are your thoughts on this one? I mean, <clears throat> at first, you know, it was looking like the Sixers were just gonna take care of business and you know, just handle the Wizards, but you know, sure and B got huh? Sure did. But then MB got in foul trouble. And then as soon as Embiid left, the yep. entire offense completely dissipated. Yep. And then while Embiid was off, you know, Ben Simmons went to the bench. And then when both of them were off the court, the whole offense and the whole defense was gone. And then the Wizards came marching back into the game. And and what really fucked them up, what almost lost them the game, was they switched Ben on Beal. At first, Ben was on Russ. And Russ was just completely and utterly useless and ineffective in any way, shape, or form. But then they switched Danny onto Russ and then and then uh, Ben onto Beal. And then Beal was still scoring on Ben, so it was really no point. But you feel me? Russ was just killing Danny. Russ was destroying Danny. And really the main reason that the um, Sixers won this game was because somewhere, like somewhere in the third quarter, I believe, Seth, Seth hit like three threes in a row, and then Danny Green hit a three, and that's really what you know. That's really what kept the game alive for the for the Sixers because at that point they had an eight point lead for pretty much the entire rest of the game. But as you were saying, you know, and they start hacking Simmons, he missed every single one of them. So you feel me? They were fighting to get back into it, and again at the end of the game, it was <laughs> it was it was similar. It was similar to the um. To like the Heat Bucks, like I was saying, neither team wanted to win the game, bro. Because like Joel, he running the he running the Bradley Beal who's standing right there for five minutes. <laughs> they they call it they try to challenge it to see if it's a, to see if it's really a charge. You know, Bradley Beal was there all year, and motherfucker, he was clearly outside of the restricted area, wasn't even close to it. So you feel me? They wasted that timeout. And then after that, I, I think, I think, uh, yeah, after that, Bertans went down there and completely missed the hell out of a three, wasn't even close. And then they went back down there. And then I forget what happened, but I just remember that it turned out in some way um, they were inbounding the ball. No, they got a rebound and then they passed the ball to Russ. And then Russ, like, kind of almost stepped out, even though he didn't actually step out, but, you know, he has a, turnover rep- reputation he was too close to the uh to the to the um what's it called to the line 
And even if he didn't turn it over, he did kind of travel anyway. So either way, he turned either way it was a turnover. And then uh, you feel me? It was just they were just down by too much. The 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 Wizards just couldn't, you know, close the deal. Like they've been able to do some games, but this game was just not one of them. And the Sixers were just able to get away scotch free with him be hitting some free throws at the end. Yep. Don't know what were your thoughts. I thought it was a mismatch, obviously. I don't think Washington can play a defense at a high enough level for them to stop a team like Philadelphia. So I thought it was a mismatch going in. So I'm not surprised by the outcome. I thought it was a little closer than I would have anticipated. Um, really good floor game from Ben Simmons. But like you, like y'all both said, like he's got to hit his free throws. More than over six is just terrible. You got to be better than that. He can't be better than that. And can it was a game where, yeah, he can. He can hit higher than over six. I mean, he can go one for six. <laughs> <laughs> he can go. He can go two for five or something, man. I don't know. <laughs> but Joel and B got to the free throw line. He's going to be. This is going to be a reoccurring theme all series. So mm-hmm. I expect him to put up similar numbers, but. The really important thing that stood out was Tobias Harris's 29 shot attempts. So clearly they think that there's a mismatch with Tobias Harris and he can just score at will because that's almost double the amount of shot attempts that MVP candidate got. So that's really something that stood out. And he was only a plus two doing so. So I think it probably more had to do with the fouls that Joel and B was in the foul trouble. But yeah, yeah. Still, again, yeah, he had 28 in that first half, remember, and then B had that foul trouble. So it was basically just him out there. Yeah. Like, well, Ben can't score. So you need to. He did. Yeah. So yeah, I think this is a bad series for the Wizards, and Sixers are going to win. And I'm not as high on the Hawks as you two are. That's okay. But. It'll be interesting to watch that series. That's what I really man. saw. You have to be. What I really saw, I was like after. Obviously, you know, it was the game after. But after watching the Hawks Knicks game, I was just like, damn, they really had Alec Burks in the palm. Like they had him. He was on the team. They just let him walk, and they entrusted their whole um, bench on Shake Milton. The prop. I don't even think it's Korkmaz. It's Shake. Shake's supposed to be better. They're all supposed to be better. Everybody on this team except for Embiid and Tobias is supposed to be better. And then Thibel out. Thibel only out there for 13 minutes. Because he went out there and Bradley was cooking him too. So they were like, all right. You can't, you can't, you can't guard him and fucking go back to the bench, dog. <laughs> We just gonna cook everybody on the team. All right. I mean, okay. <laughs> I already, I already knew that he was gonna cook all of us because he, I don't know, was like the second best scorer in the league. So I was cool. And he did score sixty on this team. On this team. So I was like, you know, they just put Ben on Westbrook and take him out the game, and they did it. And early, it looked like we were about to easily walk the floor with him, and then for some reason, or remain unclear, they said no. We want him. I mean, you know the reason. He is the defensive player of the year, and he can't guard no. Bradley fucking Beal. So keep him on Russ, please. 
This is the this is the classic Bill Belichick theory with a cornerback, where if you have a shutdown corner, you don't put him on the number one. You double team the number one, and you put him on the number two to take the number two completely out of the game. That is what you do in this situation. Uh, uh, I found my new I found my new Madden strategy. Okay, that is what you do in this game because you're not <laughs> that complicated. And if you take out the number two, you can then focus on the number one. And Bradley's still going to score thirty. Uh, if he's healthy, which, by the way, I'm very happy that he was healthy because it made it for a compelling game. He was hooping. He was doing all the Bradley Beal stuff. Somehow, his incredible angles, he was floating through the sky, hitting floaters over Embiid that somehow hit the backboard. It was crazy. But I was like, yeah, we can't stop him. But we can't stop the other guy. And we chose not to for some reason. I have a question for y'all. How do you think that – how do you think that Washington would have fared against Brooklyn? Worse. Yeah, it wouldn't have been they close. By 20. Do you, you think they will lost by 20? Yes. I don't think they lose by 20, obviously. Brooklyn's but... not letting them get to 118. I think that's the thing you got to realize. I've watched Brooklyn. We're going to talk about them in like one minute. I've watched them. They were like, nah. Time to win a, time to win a championship for our legacies. They, they're not. They're not. They're not doing this. Whatever the fuck. Whatever the Sixers. They're not doing that crap. But the big thing about it is, and I've been saying it for I don't know how long, and they won't do it. And I'm not even the biggest fan of what I'm, of what I'm gonna say. But it just has to happen. So I went out there. Eighteen minutes, minus thirteen, getting cooked by Robin Lopez. Bro, please put Mike Scott as the backup five or backup four and just let Simmons. Oh, yeah, he didn't even play at all. I know because there's only one spot he can play. He can't be the backup power forward. He can't do that. He can't shoot. But he can be the backup five. Dwight has to go. I'm watching this happen more and more. Teams immediately when he comes in the game, A, they go zone because they're like, oh, he's not Embiid. Embiid. (laughs) He can't guard anybody. <laughs> so it's like, damn, you just came out here and immediately Robin started going crazy. Immediately, Gafford just doesn't miss a shot. It's like, damn. It's like a, it's like instantaneous. And it's I and to make things worse, he makes the spacing so much worse for Shake and for Maxi. They can't really move anywhere. This is all these issues. But they're not gonna do that. So once Doc has a plan, he's sticking with it to the end. So this is gonna be the yeah. We saw that saw that last year. No adjustments at all when you saw your two best when you saw everybody struggling. Nope. And I watched Nate McMillan smack yesterday and make adjustments. Hey, Gallinari, see ya. Hey, Hunter, I love you. You can't play late in this game. Bye. We need Warter. We need Bogdanovich. We need the two bigs. And we just want to let Trey Young do it. He didn't even want to take Lou out the game, but he was like, I have to. Gotta let Trey do it. Trey's gonna be our best player, our best scorer. And Capella's our best player, but he's just gonna be our best scorer. And Doc doesn't. So I also think if these two teams were to play in the next round, obviously the Hawks have a little harder run it than the Sixers, but Trey Young would be the best player on the court because Capella could do enough to stop Embiid. And none of us can stop Trey Young. As I just watched Bradley Beal do whatever he wanted to. So, there you go. 
Moving on now to the other game I was just talking about. Game two. Go right to it. Russell Westbrook as they lost to the Sixers 120-95. 10 points, 11 assists, 6 rebounds, 4 turnovers. My man Brad went out there at 33 and didn't have Two a <laughs> <laughs> Damn, bro. Why why y'all throwing popcorn on somebody shooting two for ten? Oh no, he <laughs> might actually kill us now. It was unnecessary. It was, it was one idiot. We should just let him just go right to the locker room. Just kill. Man threw pop man, it'd be one thing if this dude was just like fuck it. if he had 40. <laughs> dude had, dude had ten, 10 points. One thing if he did what he's supposed to do and got a triple double. Yeah. Um Gafford in this game, eleven points, six rebounds, minus one. A lot, a lot of takeaways from this idiot. And I think his time is about to be up. But if we're if, if you're gonna throw popcorn on someone for being bad, batons book history. Zero points. <laughs> zero assists. Zero steals. Zero blocks. Over four. Twenty-four minutes. Six fouls. Amazing. <laughs> Honestly, bro, him and John him and John Collins had the same stats for real. <laughs> they really did. <laughs> They really, John Collins, I think, had some more rebounds. He didn't get five. Nah, he had two. He had two? Did he really? Damn, John. Yeah. Zero point zero. He had, he had a steal. Just to go back to this point, no, I'm not worried about the Hawks because I think John Collins is better than Davis Bertans. And I'm just going to leave that there. <laughs> hey, man, I, I was trying to tell you, bro, when they lost to the Celtics, bro, I was like, <laughs> you you was blaming it all on Russ. I was like, Bertans can't be out there zero for seven, bro. I mean, Russ did smack go out here, and he was two for ten with ten or turnovers. Bertans was That's awful. Because the, the one player he needs to be good. The one player he needed to be good was awful. Yeah, I don't think it would have mattered if he was great. Anywho, to the Sixers, because I'm not going to avoid anymore. Ben Simmons, career-high 22 points, eight assists, nine rebounds. Juwan <laughs> <laughs> beat 22, seven as well. <laughs> Darnell, what were, your, what were your thoughts on this? <laughs> so, obviously – Whenever Ben Simmons can be involved in the offense, that's a positive for the Sixers. Yep. He scored 22, like you said. He made 11 field goals, which is a positive sign because we know he's not going to do it from the three-point line. He barely gets to the free throw line because he's not comfortable there either. So just him, just him being comfortable scoring is a positive for, you know, the outlook on the next coming series. Because I think we both can – or all three of us can say that the series is pretty much over. And it's a wrap. Yeah, it was a wrap since before it started, you all knew it was a wrap. Yeah, and and Boston, Boston should have just went ahead <clears throat> and just let Washington win that game. They couldn't. Andrew's trying to keep his job. It's one thing if you get swept by the Nets. It's another if you get swept by the Sixers because they wouldn't get swept by y'all. They would have took one. We don't know that. I think you're right, but 
we see one dude is about to get swept. And he's smack about to lose his job. So say that. But hey. Just saying. Sorry, Darnell, man. This guy Dom, he's an interrupter. <laughs> no, he does. I mean, it's not really many takeaways from the game outside of you got some scoring from Maxi and Corkmaz. It was probably in garbage time, but still, that's sort of encouraging that they're that deep into the bench. And they let the you know, play. Finally, right? Yes. And for Washington, they got to get scoring from Bertans. It's that simple. I know it seems like Don was reaching when he said it, but it's true. He's one, he's probably the third or, or I wouldn't say third. He's probably fourth or fifth most important scorer because he's pretty much the sixth man. He plays the most minutes off the bench. Mm-hmm. So outside of Hachimura, if it's not Ismith or Gafford, it's got to be Bertans. And I think he just didn't show that's up. the second most important scorer, not player, scorer. Because I think that if he's if he's scoring, because obviously Bill Bill has to put up you know his thirty, but I, I think really when he what you talking? He's not more. I'm for real. I, <laughs> I said not. score. He's not a more important player he's than Westbrook. Not a more important scorer than Russell Westbrook. He's not. I'm he's more important because when his shot is falling, it opens up the floor for Westbrook more. That's what I'm saying, bro. I'm saying that when when Berton's shot is falling, then you have to worry about him. So that way it, it opens it up for Westbrook more. <clears throat> Westbrook and Berton's generally have good games together. And they normally and they generally have bad games together too. <laughs> so Westbrook looked fire against Indiana. They didn't have a center. <laughs> But what? But that's because Bertans was making his shots. It's the last game. That's the one game this whole playoffs that Bertans knew how to shoot the ball. Didn't have a center. Hey man. But um, I mean, my main takeaway from this game is that Embiid didn't have two fouls in the in the first two minutes of the game. Yep. That's really my whole takeaway. It was crazy, bro. So, Darnell, just just so you know, we're in a chat with a bunch of basketball people. Um, I made a couple wagers in there. They're not a bunch of basketball. They're a bunch of football people. They're that a bunch of football people basketball. That, think, that think they know basketball. You know what? You're right. And <laughs> and in the first game, they saw Tobias going crazy. And they were like, oh, we can beat these dudes. And I was like, bro, Embiid has – not been in the game yet. Like y'all know that, right? And they were like, oh, we just gotta we just gotta stop and beat and let the bias do it. I was like, and beat won't let y'all bum ass team do that. Like, I'm not good enough to make anybody else do anything. Yeah, All we gotta do is stop and beat. Yeah, there's no there's no make somebody else do if they make somebody else do it, it's about to be a layup. And shit, they the Ben showed you, Ben saw. I was like, bro, wait a minute here. I don't have any moves. I'm just tall and fast, but I'm two things that they aren't tall and fast. So you know what? I'm gonna just go right there. Don't forget strong. <laughs> yeah, you're strong. And he said, fuck it. If they if it's not gonna touch me, then you know what? Get a couple of dunks. Yep. Get a couple. They came out with nine in the first quarter. Had Taylor, had Taylor straight going like Ben Simmons, 
He had a good game one, and now he's got as many in game two as he did in game one already with six. I was like, okay. There were like 10 takeaways from that comment alone. But I was just like, all right, well, this game's over then. <laughs> Let's talk about all 10 takeaways. A, he had six in game one. B, they let him score six in the first quarter. I don't know if <laughs> – See, this was being pointed out as a compliment. Yeah, I'm just gonna <laughs> just look. <laughs> He's snapping. He had six in the quarter. Oh man, I had people in my family, in our family group chat. They were like, "Impressive win from the Sixers tonight." I was like, "Man, Wizards, y'all really, y'all really gonna lure lure everybody into this false sense of now we can score." Just because y'all are the worst defense I might have ever seen in my life. Like the one veteran on the team who you would think would kind of, you know, he's the leader too, just randomly roams off of his guy. Oh, man, not the one veteran on the team like the other dude ain't 28. Hey, man. Hey, man, they don't chant MVP for him. I don't know what to tell you. I don't know what to tell you. Man, I said the one veteran on the team. Like the other dude wasn't drafted in 2012. Hey, man. Hey, man. One, guy, one guy's been to the finals. He's been there. He's the veteran. Yes. Hey, uh, what about Bertans? Was Bertans there at that point? All right. So was he on the Spurs at that point? Let's Let's move on. Game three. Um, moving on to the Sixers versus the Wizards. The Sixers end up beating the Wizards 132-103 in this game and beat scoring a playoff career high 36 points as they we just continue to bully this team. Tobias 20 and 13, then with 14. Curry, luckily his injury wasn't bad. He had 15 points, six assists as well. For the Wizards, Westbrook tried 26, 12, and 10. He had a triple-double. Beal, 25, a little struggle from the field, but it just wasn't enough. They put Neto on the bench this game. They tried to start for Tons. Yikes. That didn't work. They lost any hope of defense. Um, geez. Darnell, what were your thoughts on this? This is random, but I just got to bring this up. Y'all play 2K a lot, right? So yes. – is it is it true that Robin Lopez's post hook is at a ninety six? Yeah, so they got Dom up to ninety six. We had played with them, and Dom tried to post hook, and every time he did it successfully, it went in. He didn't know how to do it all the time, but when he did it, <laughs> <four games. laughs> I, I just thought that was, was I just thought that it. was amazing. I thought that was amazing, man. I was Bro, he has the best of his left every Bro. time. If but I he could. literally has the best hook shot since Kareem. <laughs> <laughs> He's two for three. Me too, so tell you, I will spam that Kareem hook shot too. <laughs> Man, they're playing classic, and he definitely kept Kareem hooking me to that. It was just Kareem's obviously much better at everything else than Robin's ever hoped and dreamed of being, but yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But about the Sixers, though, I think that whenever you can get a healthy or a dominant beat, 
to go out there and give you 36 and eight, and you get some contributions from Harrison Simmons, then the Sixers are a dominant team. Whenever those two kind of fall off and don't contribute, then the Sixers look a little more vulnerable. So far, so good. They haven't been challenged. The Wizards aren't in the stratosphere of the Sixers right now, so I was expecting that to look like the case. And yep. nothing really surprised me from the series, honestly. This is what I thought I would see. This is what the result has been. And I think next series is one we're going to really see what this team is made of going against potentially a Atlanta team with a lot of firepower. When you say that, uh, why? Well, over. Joel B didn't have two fouls in the first quarter. <laughs> that's, that's what I thought. That's really been the whole difference between a close game and a blowout this whole series. Between a, between a, between a six-point loss and a 30-point loss, Joel Embiid being on the court. And honestly, honestly, you know, I, I see his struggles, man. But I'm, I almost feel bad for Davies Bertans, bro. If he's going to be the only one on the team that can shoot threes, <laughs> it's just hard, bro. Westbrook was three or six. Huh? Westbrook was three or six from deep. He was right. one of five. Oh, oh, we said Westbrook was three or six. If if Bertans is the only one, if it's the only true three point threat on the team, yeah, I mean, yeah. if he's the only true three point threat on the team, Bradley Beal. Bradley Bradley Beal's not a great three point shooter. Yeah, still a three point threat though. I'd I'd rather him shoot a three than a midi. If I had to that choose, doesn't mean he's not a three point threat. He's just more lethal from mid. Right? Okay, okay, okay. I'll put it like this: if he's the only if he's the only consistent sharpshooter on the team. Bertan's gonna be the only consistent sharpshooter on the team. I'll even I'll even say okay, Bill, because Bill can shoot from everywhere. Bill can score from the, everywhere on the court, sure. So if it's just gonna be Bertans and Bill, but you gotta worry about so much with Bill. You don't gotta worry about his shooting. Like honestly, if he takes a three, <laughs> that's you feel me. But Bertans, that's all I'm looking at. All I'm looking at is you shooting threes. So I'm saying this as a per, as a player with experience of only shooting threes, <laughs> somebody that only <laughs> shoots threes. Well, you're the only three point shooter out there at times. Then you feel me. Everybody's just gonna hover towards you, and you're gonna have to take some hard shots. Because it's here's the difference. Because somebody was saying that you know Bertans's deal was a bad, was a horrible deal, and I want to compare it to like him versus like Joe Harris. Joe Harris has three offensive superstar hall of famers near him that can all shoot threes and Kyrie Durant and Harden. So he still airballing shots late in that game. So exactly. But his yeah. shots are open at least. Yep. I think Joe Joe Harris's slashing ability a little bit underrated. Yeah. No, I'm I not saying when, I'm not saying he can't slash. I'm saying you have to you have to look at three top 30 players, I don't know how, I don't know where Kyrie is, but you have to look at three like top 50 players of all time. (laughs) Ever right there. (laughs) So you have to look at three top 50 players of all time. So don't I care about no Joe Harris like that, like that. So he's going to be open for whether it's going to be a slash, whether it's going to be a three, he's going to be open more. So when he's on the court with them, Davis Bertans, 
you gotta look at Beal. And then, oh wait, and film me if Westbrook hit a couple threes, okay. If if Rui hit a couple threes, okay, we'll live with that. But Bertans is the one we can't hit threes. We can't let hit three because if he gets going, he's the one that's gonna make them. And we've seen yeah. games where he's literally carried them to wins just off like shooting like ten for thirteen from three. Like mm-hmm. Bertans is the biggest threat out there, so. He's got to be the one you watch out for because you feel me. And then Neto had to shoot six. <laughs> like, they need to go for somebody else. They need another, like, three-point sniper out there. I think they should move for, like, a Wayne Ellington, like a Luke Kennard. I don't know if Luke Kennard's contract is that bad, but if the Clippers just not going to play him, that means he's available. No, so, Kennard's contract is terrible. Is it? Isn't it about yeah. the same? Yeah, they, they, remember they signed him to a four-year, like, Forty million dollars. Sixty. Think he got sixty. Fifteen. That's fifteen million a year. I don't think that's awful. For him, Luke Kennard. Fifteen million. They don't play him. No. Well, they should go for Wayne Ellington then. (laughs) There you go. Would you pay Wayne Ellington fifteen million a year? (laughs) No. (laughs) Then they pay Bertans twenty a year. Yeah, that's the problem. (laughs) <laughs> that's the entire issue how much the, how much the Nets pay Joe Harris a year I want to say 20 probably around probably around 15 20 somewhere in there he got four years 80 million if I remember correctly we laughed yeah. and you laughed I think he got we did laugh I don't know him. if he got 80 but he does have three he does have three top 50 players right next to him so that's the only reason it works Man, he did get four years, 75. Who, Joe Harris? Yeah. Told you. Yeah, he got bread. And Berton's got bread. Only difference is that Berton's not playing with three Hall of Famers. With three Hall of Famers that can all shoot. Joe Harris, is, Joe Harris is better than him. But. I don't know. If you put him on Brooklyn, I don't know. I know. Hold on. He said Joe Harris is better than who? Bertans. Oh, he's way better than Bertans. Yeah. Mm, I'm, I'm just saying, I can't. Brooklyn. I got to see him on Brooklyn. He was good on Brooklyn before they got Harden and Durant. He was good. Bertans is good. Nah, Harris was, Harris was really good last postseason because he can dribble. Yeah. He was averaging like 18 for him in the playoffs last year. I mean, they got swept, I think, right? Did they win one? I think they got – I believe they got – Either way, the type of player that he is, if he only going to be able to shoot and not do much else. Well, that's that's the main difference. Joe Harris can also drive a little better. And Joe Harris but, can play defense a little bit. Tom yeah. can't play ball at all. That <laughs> <laughs> was off the bench. Yeah. Okay, Luke Kennard, three years, forty-one million. So I guess that's like a. There you go. What's that? Three years, forty-one. That's about that's about like fourteen, thirteen a year. That's not bad. Yeah, they can trade for him. Who? Who the fuck can they even trade? They can trade um, Bum. Anthony Gill. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> they can trade Isaac Bonga. <laughs> 
They can trade Garrison Matthews. I mean, honestly, they got like, I mean, they got three centers. Let's, let's see if the Clippers got, take Alex Lyon. <laughs> I was gonna say they got uh, Tom, what's his name coming back too? Thomas Bryant. Thomas Bryant. For real, Bryant got to stay. Honestly, and Matthews got to stay. Not trading him for Kennard. Not doing that. Would you trade any of the other centers? They got four now. You only need four centers. Gafford obviously got to stay. Yeah, Len can smack go. Len can go for anything. I don't know if they train Luke Kennard for Alex Len. Yeah, they're not doing that. <laughs> Hard. <clears throat> they already don't play him. Are they going to play Alex Len? They don't, they already not playing to Marcus. And as much as we as much as we want to say about you feel me, Demarcus, he is better than Alex Len. They might be dumb. Who knows? They know. are dumb. You know this. Try it. Rondo came in there and try to make him smart. Yep. That ain't gonna work. It works for a game. It might work. Every second he's out there, every second he's out there, they gain. Every second he's out there, they gain a point every minute. Every minute this series is out there, they get one point better. <clears throat> then a team that's clearly better than them. So, eh, is what it is. Game four. We can go right to it. Sixers, Wizards, Tobias Harris. They lose by eight. And Bede gets hurt. Oh, wow. Who could have seen this coming? Has a knee injury now. That could be an issue. We'll see if he plays game five. Do you have any reports on that? Because I have no idea what the report is. I'm too scared to look. I'm terrified. No, there there have, hasn't been any reports yet on his injury. So I think we'll probably hear more within the coming coming. Well, they they have a couple of days off, I believe, right? Or is it one day off? Not sure. I'll look it up. But let me see. Because by the way, for those wondering, the ESPN app way better than the website. Uh, they play again Wednesday. So they have one day off. Ouch. Yes, man. I'm guess so. I did hear that they reported he's going to get an MRI today. So we'll have to wait to see the results of that. So that's going to pretty much determine the severity of the injury. It's been de- it's been deemed as right knee soreness. So that's not the worst early diagnosis that you can have. So there's a little optimism he can play in Game Five. But it's all going to be dependent on what they see in the MRI. Exactly. And so you have that. I. It's tough because here's the whole problem. Here's the whole issue. It's been the issue with the whole team. As much as I want to shit on Benson, right, at times, mm-hmm. and say that, hey, I don't want him to be a Hall of Famer, because I don't, not already, but he is. But it doesn't matter. <laughs> the problem is without either one of them, the team just completely collapses. And because I don't want to say it just without Embiid, because without Embiid, actually, they look better than they did without Simmons. I will say that early in the season, the regular season. But you saw it because without Embiid, he only played 11 minutes. He left the game with the injury. Um, you see, Tobias Harris now has to be the best scorer. Eight for 24, 21 points, 13 rebounds. Ben Simmons has to carry a scoring load. He said, you know, I could do that, or I could just not shoot it that much. So four for five from the field. Oh, and then they were fouling them, because why not? 
late in the game, and five for 11 from the free throw line. Who's surprised? Not me. 13 points, 12 rebounds, three assists, because there's no one to pass to. Seth Curry, who I told you, scares me. Has to take a lot of threes. Both four from deep, 10 points. Danny Green, who I don't trust. Three for eight, 11 points. Milton, he's been a disaster. Only played seven minutes, two for six. Now, we do play Maxi more, but, like, damn. Maxi and George Hill got to save the whole team. They got to save the whole team when, like, we can't score. I don't know. Maxi went out there. He had 15. George Hill had 14. They tried. But, again, this is the whole issue. It's really the scoring and the fact that this dude can't be out here. He can't be. The White Howard cannot be out here at all. At all. Unless. Let me see. Unless you put him out there with a Donu, I guess. I guess he can be, play him even. But the problem is whenever people see him out there, they go right to his own, and they say, guess what? Now you guys have two people out here who can't shoot, whether that be Simmons and Howard or whether that be Thighball and Dwight because we need the perimeter defender, and that's just going to be the case. And Thighball even was two for five, but still a minus. And it's just like, I don't know, man. I just, what else can you say? Um, for the Wizards, though, big win for them. Russ was awful early in this game. He was one for 11, but he, he got a lot better. Three for 19. Um, 19 points, 21 rebounds, 14 assists, though, triple-double. I think it's 12th career for triple-double. Um, Bradley Beal, 27. He struggled from the field, 23 points. But Rui Hatsumura, great. 20 points, 13 rebounds. And Robin Lopez, Captain Hook himself, 8 for 11, <laughs> 16 points. So what did you see after this out of this game, obviously, you know, with the Embiid injury and everything? Yeah, um, obviously it wasn't the best shooting night for Russell Westbrook, but he still had the ability to be the best rebounder on the floor, which is impressive. Um, so without Joel Embiid out there, if Russell Westbrook is going to be the best rebounder on the floor, it's going to be problems for a game to – it's going to be problems for, for the Sixers because you can't lose that battle. You have to win. You have to – the Sixers have to do what they're dominant at. Rebounding is one of those things. Tobias Harris did have 13. I'm giving credit for that. But we saw they Washington went to Hackett Simmons. We saw the result of that. Not the best. Five of 11 from – five of 11 from the free throw line is bad, but it's been not – yeah. It's not the worst free throw percentage ever. Like, I don't think he should have been pulled from the game. Like, that was a little extreme. I kind of agree with Doc Rivers on that one. And it's it's going to be tough for the Sixers because they don't have a lot of shot makers on the team, obviously, without Embiid. So I think the Wizards can get the next game, honestly. If Embiid's not there and Russ is going to be upset because we threw popcorn on him, which we didn't have to do at all, I had no reason to do that, then I want to make this very clear. There's no reason to ever throw popcorn on someone, but it's not like he stepped on our logo, and it's not like he was even playing well. So Idiot did that for no reason. Now Russ is pissed. Now he's got us right where he wants us in game five. In situations where he can snap, still lose the series, and still get called a hero. It's amazing, actually. Um, 
because he went three for 19. And he's still, I'm not even going to say he's, he wasn't. He was the whole reason they won. The dude's going to just come out of nowhere and get put back dunks all of a sudden. All right. You know, I got nothing Yeah. Wrong. And, and 14 assists to five turnovers, that's a pretty good ratio. Plus one, good job, Russ. Can't even argue with it. But the big I think thing, that, which we didn't talk I about. Think, I think when the, the one thing is when Russ gets those defensive rebounds, he's a, he's has the ability to start his own fast break. And okay. I think that's one of the things that you try to eliminate if you're the Sixers because you don't want him to get easy assists, get guys involved early because if his shot is falling, then that's good night. That's a big end. But I get your point. Um, the yeah, one, it's a big guess. It's one a big thing I will say, though, not to obviously, because Russ did have a great game. 13 for 16 from the free throw line. That's huge. He normally isn't that good of a free throw shooter. So, you know, not 75%. He's only about 60-ish. But that's a, that's a great percentage, and they needed all of them. So the Wizards obviously avoiding that sweep. You wonder, and I, I talked to some Wizards fans. I don't think they're very happy about it, to be honest with you. Um because they want to just get swept and have Scott Brooks get fired. Um, and as you see, Scott Brooks, man, he's doing everything he can to keep his job. He said, Russ is the best point guard ever. He then said, I don't know if you heard this one. He said, Embiid is the most skilled center of all time. And what? Yeah. He said he's the most complete. Sorry. Most complete. Whatever, whatever the fuck he said. Incorrect. I'll, the game is so advanced now that in like so many every every move pretty much not every move but there's been so many moves that have been created and so much basketball has been archived that it's easy to come to that conclusion but it's tough to pick him over guys like Wilt and Kareem and Hakeem and I put those guys ahead of Embiid. He, he, he's not quite there yet, but he has all the potential in the world. He's been in the conference finals. This is, this is a ridiculous comment for a multitude of reasons. But like, I, I mean, said, if you're talking about purely about skill, though, you're not talking about resumes, he's, he's off, but it's not the wildest take in the world. Is that as bad as the Russ one? I think it's worse. Russ is at least on his. Nah. I'm gonna give credit to you to Embiid, man. Embiid is good, dude. He is good. He's great. He just hurt all the time. Is he more skilled than Jokic? I think there's a more there's a, a different post threat to his game. Like he's more dominant when his back to the basket than Jokic is. I mean, Jokic can give you turnaround fadeaways and all of that, but he can't really drop step and dunk on you. So I think with with that added to Embiid's package, I would probably say, but it, Jokic is so much of a better passer. So that's a good one. That's a good, that's a good point. I don't know. I would probably say Jokic. Game five. Because the Sixers beat the Wizards 129-112 with no Embiid. 
despite Bradley Beal, 32 points, Russ, 24, 10, and 8. San Antonio shooting, but you know, it is what it is. What to expect there. No Bertans, huge miss for the Wizards as they had literally no shooting out there. Shot 23s, hit 8. But for the Sixers, Seth Curry, 30 points. He looked like mad. Steph? You mean Steph Curry? Steph. He said Seth. You mean Steph? Anyway, Lies Harris, 28, 9, and 6. And small ball five, Ben Simmons, triple, double, 19 points, 11 assists, 10 rebounds. Darnell, what were your thoughts on this one? Yeah, we were interested to see how Ben Simmons will look playing a five um, for the Sixers. And I thought it was a pretty impressive performance. He finished with a plus 17, 19 points, 10 rebounds, 11 assists. Got to the free throw line eight times. 62.5% is not horrible. So a hack of Ben Simmons wouldn't work if he was making five of eight free throws. So that's semi-encouraging. And Tobias Harris did what he normally does, provide consistency, 9-17 from the field, 2-5. But whenever Seth Curry, like, this is why Dom kept saying that Seth Curry was going to be a major blow for Dallas because – he has the potential to do this on nights. And just having that in your lineup without Embiid is crucial because he just pretty much replaced his production. He didn't give any get any rebounds, but you got that from Tobias Harris and Ben Simmons. And the, the Washington Wizards aren't like a great rebounding team as it is. They have Russell Westbrook, but that's about it. And they got 32 from Britt, from Bill. Hachimura had 21-24 from Russell Westbrook, and they still lost the game. That just shows, like, defensively, they just couldn't get stops. Seth Curry kept getting the open looks. Ben Simmons was being guarded by Daniel Gafford at times. That was an obvious mismatch from a foot speed perspective. And the Sixers are going to be up against the, the Hawks. And I think the Sixers have size to bother Trey Young. I'm just interested to see how it plays out. So, the Sixers got rid of the, the Wizards in four I and mean, five, where it should have been a four-game sweep, but nonetheless, they still got past them, and they move on. Mm-hmm. One thing about size, <clears throat> size, size, size is a little less important to deal with somebody when their best move is a floater. <laughs> so that's gonna that's gonna be hard for them to deal with, but um. When it comes to the 70, I mean, okay, let, let's put this into perspective. The Wizards, I don't even think the Wizards were the worst team, were the worst defense in the league, bro. They might be the worst defense of all time. <laughs> <laughs> like these let everybody score on 30 on them. I heard y'all, I heard y'all discussion though, with Ben Simmons, you know, being a center. Yeah, and y'all were talking about y'all mentioned the game against the Cavaliers, but y'all missed one very important game. And I thought y'all were gonna bring it up, but you didn't. Joel Embiid missed one game against the Utah Jazz. Is that the game where he had 42? Against Gobert, the defensive player of the year. I think, so, like you know, me and Demetrius play a lot of 2K. And, like, last year, it was something that I I wanted to experiment with. You can only do it with the right team, against the right team, obviously. But I was like, if he's just not going to be able to shoot, <laughs> like if he's going to be six ten, not be able to shoot, be faster than everybody, let me just see it. And like 
Ben Simmons at the center really is like a crazy center. The only player that's better for small ball center, like y'all were saying, is Giannis. <clears throat> Just because they're both fast, they're both tall, they can both grab rebounds, they can both pass. They're basically both they're both like Draymonds, but taller. I mean, Giannis has a bit Giannis has a better shot than Draymond at this point, but um, they're both basically Draymond, but much huh? Yeah, this is a much better finisher. Is the only thing I'll say that about uh, than Draymond, yeah. But than Draymond, right? But yes. Other than that, you're right. I'm just wanting to just give Giannis his credit. Yeah. No, nah, for sure. Yeah, Giannis is a better shooter than than Draymond. But you know, like Westbrook, Westbrook's just too short to be the center. He would be the center if he was taller, obviously. But in terms of like the Draymonds, the Giannis's, the Ben Simmons, like Draymond really opened that role up. But like a player like Ben Simmons or or, or Giannis could really thrive on it. Again, you don't want to take too much against the Wizards having the worst defense in the league. But again, he did it against Jared Allen, but he did it against Gobert and scored 40 on him. And Gobert's the leading candidate for defensive player of the year if it's not Ben himself. So, you know, it's it's that Bennett Bennett Center go, can go crazy, but obviously the problem, the biggest problem with that, oh, that the best player is a center. <laughs> so, yep, yep. <laughs> that just uh, if, 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 if both players, <laughs> if both players are just gonna be centers, and and Dar, Darnell Darnell. Darnell made the point. Darnell just just made the point about what I was saying about Seth, where I was like, why I said the the Mavericks would, why I said that um the Mavericks would you know be worse off without him. This is what I've been saying for the whole time. I was like, Seth has to be the one to be better. Seth, it has to be him because he's the one that's capable of it. I don't, <clears throat> I don't have as much faith in Shake. Or, 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 you know, some of the other players on the team. Obviously, the, Tobias is only going max at, like, what he gives you. He's a two-point. He's a, two a mid-range shooter. He can finish. He'll give you about anywhere between, like, 20 and 30, generally. Like, he's a, he's a decent player. But we saw when the Sixers were at their peak and they arguably almost could have, you know, went to the finals, potentially won the finals, was when Tobias was, like, the fourth person. was, like, yeah. the fourth best player. And... Really, I think Seth has to be the third best player. It, it at least has to be him or a split between him and Danny because they're the shooters. And that's been the whole struggle with the team construction recently. You know, um, this is like this is why I was saying the Lakers are like them last year because last year when there was just no spacing, no shooting out there, and Dennis Schroeder thought he was better than Dennis Schroeder, was, you know. Alec Burks, man, <laughs> like he 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 thought he was Kyrie Irving, but if he just like came off the bench, you know, did his thing. I don't think that would have helped him this se- season. Obviously, just because AD was hurt, and they do need there and beat out there. All right, you're doing that thing again. I, I have things to say. First off, no, I'm sa- no, I'm saying this is still about the Sixers, though. This is still about the Sixers. But all I'm saying, all I'm saying is that Seth Curry. <laughs> No, has to be the has to be the the answer 
Okay, so here's the problem, right? The problem with everything you just said. He exploded this game because there was more spacing. He only took six threes. It wasn't three-point shooting. That's not what did it. He had more room to drive to the basket because, again, it's not two guys clogging up the paint. It's one. Um, you saw with the Mavs last year. They went small, and then he, has, he had room to both shoot and go to the basket. Cool with all that. I hear you. As we already pointed out, that will not be the case. If we have any chance to win because Embiid needs to be out there. The other thing about it, also, I really like Maxi a lot, too. I've been telling yeah. guys, and he was good this game. He actually was great this game. Eating up Robin Lopez in the boards. Plus eight. Dwight Howard. The whole issue. No problem. If you're going to if, – if for us to be successful, what needs to happen is Ben Simmons has to be successful in those times when Embiid is off the court, and we have to score. Because what happens is when Embiid's off the court, people go zone on us because Dwight Howard can't shoot. Now, with Ben Simmons, at least you have to get the passing, right? Yeah. And if he's your five, that works. He can do all the combo. Because he's fast, too. Exactly the point. But he's got to be the five. So that means the white can't play. Yeah. I've been saying this for so long, literally weeks. But now that the white had a good game, that's just not going to happen. I see the wave. I see the wave. I see the future. See what's happening here. Yeah, Ben got to be the backup center. <laughs> yes, completely. You have to start together. One of us go to the bench early, and the other one has to be the center at all times. The white doesn't fit. He doesn't work because they're the two best players, and they're both centers. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly right. <laughs> and that's the team. Damn. <laughs> That's, that's, a ter- that's a terrible situation. Hawks and six. That's all I got to say. Damn. Because the oh, worst part about man. it all is the Hawks also start two centers or two guys who could be centers. In <laughs> so be I, saw, I saw Collins out there be the small ball center, though. Nate McMillan actually did it. Exactly. Oh, oh, Nate Mellon's a better coach than Doc Rivers. They also have Hunter to deal with Tobias. Yeah. Not going up against Rui or, like, you know, Gary Matthews or, like, Bradley Beal that he put on him. And then it just comes down to can our guards be better than their guards? And the answer is no. Yes. Yes. Seth's going to have to average 30. Bro, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, bro. <laughs> Don't be sorry. I, I, apologize. I apologize, huh? I'm about to get 15 off of this little 15. Bro, I've, been, I've been trying to bet everybody. No lie. I've been asking around. I'm trying. I'm trying to get in on these bets. I'm like, yo, huh? <laughs> Trey Young's about to be. Trey Young, but Trey Young about to be the best player in the series. I know. I said this a week ago, and y'all were like, what? 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 Yes. Yes, he is. Partially because of health. We don't know if Duke will play. Actually, take that back. We do know that he's going to miss some of the games. And Trey Young is better than him. Trey, Trey Young is just, just going to be the best player on the court. Just is. Because, A, they, they, we, we can't guard guards. Bradley continues to score 30 on us. Did it all the time. And Capella can kind of deal with Embiid. 
enough. And Collins can deal with Ben Simmons. And Hunter can deal with Tobias. And to make all of this worse, I watched Bogdanovich kind of guard D-Rose. So they're going to put Bogdanovich on set. I see all the moves that are about to happen here because Nate McMillan is a smart coach. And they just go double Embiid and say, hey, we can rotate back to Ben Simmons because guess what? They got two centers. And guess what? He can't start two centers and a power forward. So you know something. <laughs> hey, hey, man. <laughs> he was never supposed to be a point guard, bro. <laughs> he was always supposed to just go ahead and be a power forward. <laughs> But the, hey man, the other thing is, is Tobias is also a power forward. That's the whole thing. That's well, the whole Tobias, the, Tobias is the one that's not supposed to be here. Yep. Damn. Damn, Damn Jimmy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. Darnell, what are your thoughts, though, heading now that we're here? We've, we've reached this point. Heading into the series. Oh man, I still, I still think the Sixers have the advantage going in, just because they, the, the Hawks are so inexperienced. But what? the six, what? I'm straight, I'm straight picking them off experience. That's the only reason. What experience does Trey Young have in the playoffs? He just beat New York. <laughs> You can't give them experience from one round of before. I'm talking about previous years of experience going to the playoffs. In his first playoff game, he hit a game winner in New York and told them to shut the fuck up. Honestly, though, bro, if there was ever a crowd that that makes you a man. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. We can popcorn on him. We didn't spit on him, dude. We didn't spit on him. <laughs> There was ever, yo, did, yo, Demetrius saw that video. <laughs> that video crazy. That's, that might be the best video of all time. You talking about the New York video? Yeah. <laughs> with, oh, with, yeah. with the Spider Man. <laughs> with the Spider Man in the Henny scene. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's the best video of all time. Young did that to them. He's not worried about us. I saw our crowd, bro. I'm like, oh, oh, I see what's about that. He's prepared. That's experience. I don't care. That's playoff experience. He had them dudes out there, hey, talking about you coming to my hood, I'm gonna kill you. <laughs> Hitting on him. And then to make it worse, the Knicks are out there cheap shotting them. Unconcerned. Hit a shot from the logo. Took a bow. Bro, what the fuck? Yeah, yo, everybody get elbowed in the face. Taj <laughs> Gibson pushing people in midair. Hey man. There was ever a team that, there was ever a playoff series that made you a man, bro. He built for he showed he showed he's built for this. I'm <laughs> No, that was the best playoff series I may have ever seen in the first round. That may have been the best first round series of all time, honestly. Nah, nah, not close. I'm just glad. That Celtics. I'm that just Celtics, glad. Was it Celtics Bulls? Yeah, Celtics Bulls was crazy. Every game was over. I'm, I'm just glad. 
I'm talking about from pure fan, like everything involved. I mean, social media obviously makes it a little, a little bad, like because you just get to see the world's reaction. Yeah, you get the fans on top of on top of the world. Maybe I don't think in terms of pure, like it was a four one, it was a four one series. It's not like literally the the most competitive, not the best first round series of all time, but like in terms of everything that surrounded it. The, the Knicks, you know, making the playoffs for the first time in eight years, just seeing their the reactions of the fans and everything. Bro, that dude hit a game winner in New York and then took a bow and was like, <laughs> was like, I know there's a lot of plays and shows that, that happen here. You know, I, I just I just wanted to acclimate myself. I'm like, damn. Bro, this nigga, this nigga is your spirit. <laughs> I think uh-huh. he said, I think there's added energy. He did both simultaneously. He's not worried about us. Playoff experience, like, you're looking at Doc, like, oh, this dude, ooh, that's the playoff <laughs> experience. <laughs> I, I want Atlanta to win a title. I don't care no more. <laughs> Yo, be bro. Hawks Mavs finals, man. I'm, I'm, taking, I'm, I'm taking the Sixers in this series, though. I was, I, I was at first, bro. But watching this playoffs, watching the watching the Hawks in the playoffs here in the playoffs, man. Wow. I know the Knicks aren't great at offense, but you know what? Either the Sixers. <laughs> oh, exactly. Oh, exactly. Right. And the thing is, they can be not great at offense if they want to. You still got to stop them. They hold them to ninety a bunch. The Hawks play defense and. You know what convinced me? I'm going to tell you what? guys. I said this. Before, I don't know if, I, if I've told you the story, but I'm going to say it again. We're playing 2K. I'm the Sixers. Tom is the Hawks. I literally am playing the game like, bro, I can't do shit with any of these dudes. There's no answer here. The so- only, The only reason that, you know, I'm like, you can't really take that is because they were really just making every three. I was just making every shot, contested shots. It's not like – I don't know if they're just going to do that in real life. That's not what happened, though, at the beginning of the game. You forget. No, nah, Clint, Clint was killing him. It's going to be hella Trey Young, alley-oops to Clint, that Embiid is going to be too slow to stop. He just is. It's a problem. It's a big Clint was killing Embiid when we played. Dude, I was – I was like, bro, I'm in cement here. I can't move. And then, and then as soon, and then every time you try, and then I would try to guard Clay, and then Trey would score. Yes, exactly. And that's what's gonna happen. Nah, right? nah, 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 nah. Every time you would try to move, <laughs> be a three second yeah, pop, a defensive cool. three seconds. These are facts too. We'll be defensive. I'll get, I'll get, I'll get like a billion layups. I mean, a billion free throws. Yep. Every time I try to guard the pick, that's not gonna happen in real life. And, B, dude, he's not going to do anything with that floater. Because even though Nerland led the league in blocks, no answer. Yeah. Todd is bad, no answers, none. Because we go, yeah. The, the real issue with it is Trey Young is, again, the best player. He's the most complete. He can actually hit threes, which our guy can't do. He can pass, which our other guy can't do. And he's just as fast as everybody else. He's going to be quicker than everybody else. So, we, we now are in a situation where who do you put on him? You want to try to put Ben on him? Got to try Thigh Bowl and just hope for the best. So you have to start Thigh Bowl, right, over Danny? 
we won't be able to score. No answer. There's no answer to this. They are more complete of a team. They just are right now. Again, they just <clears throat> they built they built the team around somebody. And then it was, wait, wasn't even tried. <laughs> real quick, Seth has to go crazy. Who's he guarding? You know the, you might have to put him on trade. You know the craziest part of this? On you know the craziest part? I think I think that the um the the Hawks are kind of built like the Rockets when Harden was the point guard. Like before like when Chris Paul wasn't there. I disagree with that. They're kind of they're kind of built I don't like that at all. John Collins is completely different than anyone on that team. Well, John Collins is the difference in there, yeah. But like Clint was there, but like it's like the the Clint the Clint Harden connection is similar to the Trey uh Trey Trey and um Capella connect connection. What was the game we were watching? The the Sixers were playing the Nets, and Kyrie was either scoring every time, over because Simmons was there too. And you were you actually watched it live. You watched. Oh yeah, kill these dudes. Yeah. Being I mean, I don't think Trey Kyrie. I don't think Trey is Kyrie. But his mid-range game is right there. The floaters are ah, ah, ah. He's, not Kyrie, he's not Kyrie, <laughs> but here's what happened. But here's what happened. It was that Embiid would either make the decision to guard his jumper, and he couldn't stop it, just like you're not going to be able to stop Trey's floater, or he would come up and there would be oops over his head. And Kyrie's not as good of a, not as good of a passer as Trey Young. He's just not. That's that's true. Trey Young is one of the better passers in the league. That is kind. Of, that is kind of the worst part of it all. That's the exact problem. Monster, you just throw hat, just sling the ball out to three point shooters. I'm like, damn. Yeah, I don't know what we're supposed to do about this. I don't know what we're supposed to do about this. And it really is Trey's passing just as much as his scoring. Exactly. He can do both of those things, and then oh, he can also hit it from like the logo. That's what I. That's why I was saying at the start of the year, like, again, Trey. I thought Trey could be an MVP candidate just because the year before, the dude averaged basically thirty and ten. <laughs> Last year, he averaged like twenty nine point four and like nine point eight, like nine point five assists. Dude averaged thirty and ten his second year in the league. And again, we were talking all the Luca talk, and again, of course, Luca deserves it. Luca's better, but. Trey Young really was really has never let up being right there. <laughs> I'm excited. At all. You know, you don't know why I'm really excited because Darnell has sat there this entire time. He's listened to us talk about how the Hawks could win. And he could be easily right. Just calmly. You know what I mean? Not yeah. But he also could be wrong and get Kawhi treatment. We won't even bring it up. So you know what? <laughs> I'm, I'm hyped. I'm hyped for these second round series. We just have one other game to talk 